It's time for Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott, inviting the atheist, agnostic, and skeptic to examine for themselves the evidence for the Christian faith. We are all limited by what we do not know and by the things we think we know but are not true. Dr. Joe Mott earned his Ph.D. at LSU and was a distinguished math professor at Florida State University for 38 years, helping to write three math textbooks and authoring over 30 research articles in math. He is now the host of this radio program, Defending and Commending the Faith. Here is Joe Mott. Hello to everyone. Welcome to the program. We've been discussing Islam's five major claims against Christianity. The first of the five claims is that the Bible has been corrupted. For one thing, Muslims believe that the original teachings of Jesus have been corrupted by the subsequent teachings of the Apostle Paul. Therefore, to mention the epistles of Paul in your conversation with a Muslim is futile. The second claim was that Jesus was not crucified, but was replaced on the cross by another person. That is totally contrary to historical facts accepted by New Testament scholars. Today I continue with Islam's third claim, that Jesus is not divine. Muslims are repulsed by the Christian assertion that Jesus is God incarnate. Islam and many other religions honor Jesus as a wise teacher, a sage, or even an exemplary individual. But once you insist that Jesus is God incarnate, such supposed honor quickly evaporates. If Jesus is not God, how can anyone say that Islam and Christianity are similar religions and are worshiping the same God? Indeed, I have shown that Allah and Yahweh are not identical because they have vastly different characters and natures. I have declared that Allah is a false God. Islamic apologists will ask the question, quotes, where does Jesus say, I am God, worship me, end quote. Admittedly, Jesus did not say those identical words, but neither did Jesus say, quotes, I am only a prophet, don't worship me, end quote. Islam denies that Jesus ever claimed to be divine and instead teaches that the idea of his deity is a later distortion of the church. The New Testament affirms that Jesus did claim deity and, the, and Christianity affirms that fact as the center of its message. Islam completely ignores the many New Testament passages which testify to the deity of Jesus. I mention only two, John 10, verse 30, and Colossians 2, verse 9. John 10, 30 records Jesus saying, quotes, I and the Father are one, end quotes. Colossians 2, verse 9 says, quotes, in him, Jesus, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead 
bodily, end quotes. Should you desire more scriptural passages concerning the deity of Jesus, contact Doug Apple at Wave 94. According to Islam, Allah is described in terms of several basic attributes. But Muslims affirm that Allah's most important attribute is his absolute unity. To deny this, they think, is blasphemous. That Allah is characterized as absolute unity without son or partner implies to Muslims that Jesus is not the Son of God, not the Savior of humanity, and the Trinity is nothing more than a figment of the Christian's imagination. To respond to this claim, the Christian apologist must appeal to the most reliable documents, namely to the New Testament. These documents attest in various ways that Jesus claimed his deity and his disciples repeatedly affirmed this fundamental claim. Islam's claim number four, God is not triune but polytheistic. Both Christianity and Islam were monotheistic. But Christianity affirms, while Islam denies, that God is a trinity and that Jesus Christ is God incarnate. According to Christian monotheism, God is one in essence, just like Islamic monotheism, but three in persons, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Essence and persons are different categories. The Son of God, who, like human sons, is of the same nature as his Father, but is a different person. So the title, Son of God, conveys that he is divine. Some of the early Christian church councils adopted the unfortunate language speaking of Mary as, quote, the mother of God, end quotes. That phrase was ripe to cause theological confusion and to be totally misleading. The website gotquestions.org comments, the phrase Mother of God traces back to the third century and continues to be used in some liturgical churches, including the Roman Catholic Church. The Council of Ephesus in 431 A.D. used the Greek term Theotokos, literally meaning God-bearer, or one who gives birth to God, in reference to Mary. At that time, the Council's use of the word Theotokos was meant to counter the heresy of Nestorianism. According to Nestorius, Jesus embodied two persons, the divine Logos and the human Jesus. So Nestorians believed that Jesus was two persons sharing a single human body. The term Mother of God further could be taken erroneously as implying that Mary was the source or the originator of God. That would mean that Mary somehow predated God 
or that she herself is part of the Godhead. Through the years, many legends accumulated around the person of Mary, and she became an object of worship in her own right. Some Roman Catholics venerate Mary as co-redemptrix or a mediatrix who plays a key role in the salvation of mankind. The suffix trix is a feminine Latin word, so redemptrix is a female redeemer, and a mediatrix is a female mediator. Such a conclusion is contrary to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 6, which tells all those who read it, quotes, there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, end quotes. This passage certainly impl- implies at least two conclusions. One, the mediator is a man and not a female, and two, that mediator is Christ Jesus and not Mary. Catholics go even further to the point of praying to Mary as the Queen of Heaven and benefactress. We need to break out of the common assumption that Christians are to abide by the supposed 11th commandment, quotes, thou shalt be nice, end quotes. This is a situation where we need to call a spade a spade. Christ is the central character in Christianity and not Mary. To say otherwise is patently unbiblical. Muhammad evidently thought the language Mother of God implied that the Christian Trinity is composed of God, Mary, and their offspring, Jesus. It is no wonder that Mohammed was revolted by such a ridiculous idea. The idea that God should consort with a human female, Mary, to sire a son, Jesus, and that these three should then be worshipped, Mohammed rejected. That idea, too, is equally revolting to Christians. Islam insists that their God, Allah, is absolute and an indivisible unity. Therefore, that means to them that Allah has no son. Surah 5, verses 72 to 73 says, quote, Pagans indeed are those who say God is the Messiah, son of Mary. Pagans, indeed, are those who say God is a third of a trinity, end quotes. Verse 75 says, quotes, the Messiah, son of Mary, is no more than a messenger, end quotes. Islam is categorically opposed to the Christian belief in the triunity of God. To believe that there is more than one person in God to Muslims is an idolatry called in Arabic shirk, meaning the unforgivable sin in Islam. It is roughly equivalent to idolatry, placing something or someone in the position due to Allah. It is certainly blasphemy to Islam. Thus, Islam claims Christianity is polytheistic. 
Though this is a confusion as to what the Trinity declares, the one essence of the Godhead in three persons. To say that the essence of the one God is three essences, using the one category of essence, or that the person of the one God is three persons, again in terms of the one category, then these declarations are both contradictions. But that is not what the Trinity means. The Quran rightly rejects a misconception of the Trinity as being God, Mary, and Jesus. That can be found in Surah 5, verse 116. Thus, to give the Quran the benefit of the doubt, other Quranic texts apparently denying the Christian Trinity might be best understood as inveighing against the same construction of God, Mary, Jesus. God is not three gods, Surah 4, verse 171. Jesus is not a third of three gods, Surah 5, verse 76. Christ is not the Son of God, Surah 9, verse 30. God is not Christ, Surah 5, verse 17 and 72. And God does not beget, nor is he begotten, Surah 112, verse 3. In the centuries following the circulation of the Quran, Muslim theologians began to reject the biblical understanding of the Christian trinity on the grounds that it undermines Allah's unity. After all, Islam points out, the Bible itself applies the expression Son of God to Adam in Luke 3, verse 38, to angels in Job 1, verse 6, to Israel, Deuteronomy 14, verse 1, and to individuals in Romans 8, verse 19. In an article on Islam in the popular Encyclopedia of Apologetics, Ergun Kainer says that, quotes, Islam is best understood as a form of medieval Mormonism. But by that, we mean that both Joseph Smith and Muhammad assumed the classic stance of a cult. They were going to correct and replace Christianity. In that vein, both men took the characters of the Bible, changed the stories of the Bible, omitted what they did not like, and replaced the rest. Both Islam and Mormonism changed significantly the teachings of the Bible, including the prophets and stories. Both Islam and Mormonism declare that Jesus was a prophet, but not God and place their prophet as the final prophet. Both systems deny the vicarious atonement of Jesus Christ. Both assess a second-class status of women, both temporarily through polygamy and eternally as sexual servants. Call celestial brides in Mormonism and perpetual servant virgins in Islam. In both, the Jesus they proclaim is not the Lord Jesus Christ of the Bible. 
The Quran presents a Jesus who declares his humanity in the cradle in Surah 5, denies his divinity in Surah 19, and prophesies the coming of Muhammad in Surah 61. All cults attempt to either correct Christianity or replace Christianity, and all cults view themselves as the sole voice for God on the earth. End quotes. Kainer continues, quotes, The Allah of the Quran and the God of the Bible have little in common and certainly are not the same God. Islam explicitly denies the fatherhood of God, the divinity of the Son, and the person of the Holy Spirit. Muhammad specifically denied the Trinity and in so doing denied the God of the Bible. Those within the Christian community who desire to use Allah as a common God ignore a central understanding of evangelical salvation before a person can be saved, he must first recognize that he is lost. Kainer ends his paragraph with this comment, quotes, Islam, like all other world religions, is not partially right. It is completely wrong, end quotes. I agree with Kainer. Let me close this program by reminding you to exercise daily. Walk with God. Thank you for listening to Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott, a production of Wave 94 Radio in Tallahassee, Florida. If you have any questions or comments for Joe, please forward them to Doug Apple at Wave94 at this email address, dougapple at wave94.com. And be sure to join us every Monday evening at 6.45 p.m. on Wave94 and subscribe through your favorite podcast app, Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott. <laughs>